You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello, and welcome to episode 100 of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. Killed it. I, I, we did. That only took like four tries to get that right. <laughs> well, I made a nasty mouth noise and then yeah. the wording was wrong. And it's, it's true. Here we are. There's something magical. Magical. <laughs> See? Here we are. Something magical about hitting that record button that I swear I forget my own name. Yeah. Like I'm like, hello, I'm, who, who am I? <laughs> I'm Jimmy John. <laughs> Kian Soy. Um, yeah. I just can't believe we're saying 100. 100 yeah. Like, that's insane to me. Welcome to your 100th shit show, y'all. <laughs> I know. Y'all been hanging around for 100 now. That's all. That's a lot. Because we started, I was looking back, and we started in 2018. Yes. And now we're that's in crazy. 2021. Yeah. Like, we're Well, I mean, you think we do roughly once a week. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Um, so two years, three yeah. years. It's I just... Mean, it's flown by and yeah. I, you know, I'm impressed that we kept going because especially in the very beginning, yeah, it was kind of like, who we had like family listening. Like we would have like five downloads a day. Right. Now we're hundreds of downloads a day. Yeah. And you know, honestly, we were always fine if we never had anybody. We're said, saying this like we, we damn lore, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but even I, we said like, even if there's five people that listen, like that's right. Super cool and enough to like keep going. And now we're like, yeah. I think we have like roughly a thousand like continual listeners a week. And that's crazy. It's true. And you know, I remember um, when the uh, episode of Morbid came out with mm-hmm. my listener story in it and they mentioned the podcast. I think I was like randomly checking our like stats or yeah. something, and literally our downloads had tripled. Yeah. And I was like, what is going <laughs> on? And like, where are all these people coming from? Yeah, it was but, pretty cool. It is. And I was thinking about it too. Like, honestly, without the podcast, we would not know like a lot of our friends, our friend Leanne, we wouldn't know Bailey and Alicia. Like we, I feel like we were just connected to so many cool people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was a labor of love. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And a lot of people in Charleston or like around Charleston. Yeah. I'd love to, you know, now that COVID's kind of slowing and right. Being able to go, you know, out and do mm-hmm. things like meeting, you know, the people that live yeah. close by. I agree. I would love to do a meetup one day. Mm-hmm. And like, I always thought like doing a ghost tour as yeah. like a cool friends group would be a ton of fun. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, no. And I would say too, and Bailey and Alicia were saying this the other day is that when you search, they searched like Charleston ghost podcast mm-hmm. and we apparently were one of the first to pop up yeah. on the list. And I was like, wow. wow. Like. Thank you, SEO. We're doing all right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah. That's pretty dope. Here we are. Here we are, man. So, we had a lot of... Um, if you don't follow us on Instagram, which yes. you should... Yeah, what are you doing? Um, if you didn't, or you don't follow us, you didn't see that we had put up a poll mm-hmm. and kind of left it up to y'all what you wanted for the 100th episode. Yeah. And um, we had a lot of responses, so we're not doing any of them. <laughs> Psych. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what we decided is that we did have enough for a, another listener story, episode. Yeah. Um, and this is the one that I will tell your story, come to grips and tell it and it's tell happening. the world, um, my story that I have my listener, I guess I don't, your I don't experience. listen your ghost story. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of what I could call it. That would be funny, but there's nothing. Um, so what we did decide to do is we're going to cover all of the ones. So if you did throw an idea or a topic at us, we are going to cover it in the next, Upcoming I'm going to say five to 10 episodes. We're going to yeah. cover all of them. So which if you is, said it, we're going to do it. Which is super helpful because it gives, we, I feel like we spend more time trying to figure out what the hell to research than yeah. the actual research. Well, so it doesn't, you know, just another haunted house. Like, well, I like, we like them to stick out. Well, right. And it's what you want to listen to. I mean, mm-hmm. that was the whole point it's just we didn't want to do a few of the topics and not do everybody's right. because that doesn't seem fair so if you don't hear it in next week's episode keep listening and we will cover it it is coming yeah, yeah for sure um, there's some really good ones that i was yeah. like and ones i've never heard of and i was like oh, yeah, y'all I are to, spooky as fuck i had to google a lot and i was <laughs> yeah. like damn yeah but it's great it's great no i mean i love learning about all this new stuff yeah. so um yeah we're super excited and someone too um posted that they wanted us that like they wanted to be able to send in questions like for us to answer during an Ooh, episode. That would be a good one. So that might be a fun one to do like at yeah. the beginning of an episode. Yeah. So do a little Q and A. Yeah. We can, um, if you're interested in that, maybe we'll put one out on Instagram and yeah, start getting your questions in. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. All right. So we've got 
We've got a good, a good bit of y'all really came through with the listener. I feel like sometimes it's taken months it to has, get like yeah. enough to have a listener story episode. And yeah. this was like we just did one a couple weeks ago. So we did, and y- y'all are spooky, man. If you want this to be a recurring thing, keep sending keep, them yeah. in, and we even can if keep doing them. Yeah, and even we do have some that have written in before. Like keep well, sending them. Yeah. yeah, I mean we'll always read them. Absolutely. Um, and if we. If you sent one in and we did not read it today, yeah, let us know because yeah, sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> it do be like that it sometimes. Do <laughs> yes, I'm just there's so much to read. <laughs> there is a lot to read. Have I, you any ideas on who to, how to start? I don't. I do want to mention that it is a heat index of 115 degrees Fahrenheit. Hell has come to Charleston. It's hot AF. Like, um, it's an absolute sauna and not an enjoyable one. No. So we're trapped inside because we refuse to venture out into that mess. The cats are pissed because we literally shut all the shades. Yeah. <laughs> we cannot see any part of the outside world. They love the sunbeams. And we live in a cave right now. And I told them, when you start paying that electricity bill, you are welcome to open those curtains <laughs> as much as you want. But yeah. it ain't happening. And two, may I just say that it is Saturday. Look and at us we're go. Recording. It's because we're trapped inside and we're it like, is. we might as well do it. <laughs> it is, for sure. Yeah. And then I wanted soup for lunch and Celeste was like, it's 115 degrees outside. It? I'm like, it's negative seven in our house. Chill it's out. true. It's very true. <laughs> so sorry if you hear our AC running in the back because it is definitely not turning off today. It's not turning off. Yeah, poor mm-hmm. AC is just doing work out there. I think it's supposed to rain this afternoon a little bit, which is like... It's good for, like, a sudden cool-off, but mm-hmm. then, it, like, the humidity just pops up so oh high my God, after that. that it's so muggy. Like, <sighs> I yeah. know. Ugh. Hate it. Me too. All right. Well, I feel like we should get going because... We got slots. It's going to be a, uh, a longer episode. Yeah. I would say. I would say so. Because you've got five... Including my own five, That includes yes. yours, and then I've got four over here. So, yeah. Okay. I think we got our work cut out for us. All right. Do you want me to start? I'm just sure. Gonna, you just handed them to me, so I'm going to read them. I have not. This is live reaction because I have not read mm-hmm. any of them. I'm okay. going in blind. All right. I feel like you read them all because you answer the emails. So. I do. And honestly, you know, I try to respond as quickly as I can. Sometimes I'm not great at that. Um, but I do read them. I don't always fully remember all the details. Yeah. No, no, no. That's <laughs> so. fine. All right. Well, there's a lot to read and remember, so. All right. Settle in. Get a cup of cocoa. Or an iced tea. <laughs> or an iced tea if you're down here like us. And sorry if you think I'm going to read my episode first. Y'all are going to have to wait to the end because that's the very last thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> They're like... <laughs> yeah, well, I got to find enjoyment somewhere here. Yeah, exactly. All right, ready? Yes. Hit me. All right. This is from our friend B. Um, it says, good day, cool friends. My name is B. I'm a 20-year-old from Galveston, Texas. We've got a few listeners. Uh, that'd be a ghost town yep, for show. For sure. A place that I want to visit at some point. And we did a, a series on Galveston. We did. It was a two-part series, I think. We had it two was episodes. really it was, interesting. It was wild. Yeah. She blew a Texas be Everything's been on Texas. Texas be haunted. Yeah, for sure. All right. See, she says, I found y'all's podcast when doing research on my spooky city and absolutely fell in love with it. I work as an EMT, and my partner and I have to drive all the time, so we usually try to find funny and interesting podcasts to listen to for our long shifts. We listen to y'all's podcasts almost every day and have caught up on up to the 2020 Christmas episode. Mm. The show is so hilarious, yet so real and wide. Variety of topics covered keeps it so interesting. Oh, well, thank you. That's cute. I used to work as a ghost tour guide here in Galveston and wanted to share some of my spooky stories and some cool pictures all pop into the bottom of this from a cemetery on my tour route. As I have a ton of stories, I'll only share my most intense this time in hopes that this email doesn't turn into a full-length book. LOL. That's okay. We love We're it. for it. Um, okay, so... and. Dream job. I, I literally wrote back to her and yeah. I was like, I just want you to know that you had my dream job because Celeste literally talks about it. You should do it in Charleston. I think I think great. I would be a very good ghost tour guide. I think so too. Okay. So this is the first story I have is from my first solo tour. I was so excited to finally share my knowledge after almost a full week of training and had a really great group of tourists lined up from a cruise ship that had just come into port. Mm-hmm. Before I get into the story itself, I need to give a little background on one of the darkest spots on our tour, an old bordello, which is a nicer way to say home for prostitutes. Yes. 
It was run back in the 1920s by the Queen of Nasty Nellies, a woman named Adam Kitty. I, Kitty! I love that y'all use our <laughs> phrases, too. Yes. Um... Nasty Nelly woman named Madam Kitty, and yes, that was her real name. Trigger <laughs> warning here for child prostitution oh. and medical procedures. I yeah. feel like I did that last week, too. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Okay. She hired girls from 12 to 15 and nothing older. They were taken from the orphanage, bought slash bought poor family's daughters, and she literally stole girls out of their beds to work at her bordello to service all the people, about 25 men in one night, oh, coming in through the major railroad station that was just down the street. Okay, mm. that's disgusting. Yeah. Every time I say bordello, all I want to say is, I put on my jewelry just to go to the bodega. <laughs> not not quite the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, it's playing in my head over. Fair enough. Okay. Here's another one of our things. <laughs> I love it. This absolute douche canoe. Of a woman was my, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good one. That's yeah. one of my go-tos. That's a good one. Absolute douche canoe of a woman hired an absolute douche canoe of a man who, though he had a medical license, I refuse to call a doctor. Mm. Fair. He outwardly hated these girls and since he practiced back when all the medicine was poison and I would make and would make the girls drink mercury to, in air quotes, cure their STDs as well as would perform botched abortions on the girls with a mm. hacksaw. Ugh. And that's the light stuff. Ooh. Okay, back to my story. That's disgusting, by the way. Total nasty, like, he deserves all of those. Another favorite that came from one of our listeners was Ass Nozzle, and I'm here for that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> okay, back to my story. On the tour, we have to walk through the alleyway where the girls were buried after this dick for brains essentially murdered them <laughs> and the sewer drain where he would have dumped the unborn children. Ugh. Every time I walked through this alley with my trainer, I would get this awful feeling like I was being followed and would try to get out of the alley as fast as possible, but it felt okay when I was next to my trainer because she had such a strong and stable presence. Everything on the tour was going great until we walked into the alley, and as soon as I stepped off the sidewalk onto the gravel path, I could tell something was wrong. Mm. I made it about halfway through my speech when I passed out right on my face. Whoa. Whoa. I had a dream when I was out that a man in a lab coat was standing over me with his hands on my throat, and that still creeps me out to this day. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thankfully, one of the guests was able to carry me out of the alley onto an adjacent street and woke me up. When I woke up, I had three long scratches across my lower stomach and handprint-shaped bruises on my neck that didn't go away for almost two weeks. Oh, my God. For the rest of the time as a tour guide, I refused to walk into that alley, but weird things would always happen to me around that building. Mm-mm. Like once I was standing on the sidewalk in front of the building with my hair in a ponytail and something behind me yanked it so hard I fell over backwards and hit my head on the gravel. <laughs> A few weeks after that, I stepped back into the alleyway to make room for a big tour group when I passed out again and woke up after having the same dream with the same marks on my stomach and neck. Oh, my God. That this time didn't go away for almost a month. After that, I refused to even stop next to the alley for my tour and instead would stop across the street from the building. Oh. Sorry. Page flip. (laughs) That's insane. That is crazy. Holy shit. Okay. I have so many stories that thankfully aren't as intense as this one, but... As this one from my tour days as well as a few from um, my work as an EMT, including a NDE that a patient told me about a few days after we had taken her to the hospital that I'd be more than willing to send in a future episode. I absolutely love the show and can't wait for the episodes to come. Stay safe and stay spooky. Much love. Ghoul friend B. Do you know what an NDE is? Near death experience. Uh, Okay. Okay. Well, first of all, do send that in. Yeah, please. absolutely. That's um, wild. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you braver than us because yeah. that would have been my first and last day as a tour guide. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for sure. Yeah. I mean, jeez. That's crazy. That is insane. And also, badass for being an EMT because... <sighs> We're I'm, friends with an EMT. Mm-hmm. And remember Hector? Yeah, and we talking about it forever, but... Yeah. Um, he told us some wild stories, and I was Ooh. like, that is not a job that I could do. You have to be a very strong person mm-hmm. to uh, to get through that. Dang. Well, all right. Well, look who just woke up. Of course. Queen well, Mishka. Queen Mishka. Well, you started that one off with a bang. That, <laughs> that was a good one to start off with. All right. Are you ready for mine? Dang. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm still reeling from that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Ooh. Yeah. It just shows you how haunted Galveston really is. It's Truly. crazy. And I don't think we covered that story. 
when we did the Galveston mm-hmm. series. No, so that's new. That's new to me. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, the next one we've got is from Jessica. And she says, hey, Caitlin and Celeste, hello from Canada. Hello. Hello. I thought I'd share a hella cute ghosty love story for you to break up the creepy shit. I oh, love yes. the cute ghost story. <laughs> the creepier ones are cool, but damn. I hear one from a listener and had nice... I hear one from a listener story and had nightmares for weeks, but I can't <laughs> get enough. Can anybody say strange addiction? Yes, yeah. I can. This is the story of my great-grandparents. Uh, Super cute. I know. Okay, here we go. My great-grandparents lived in a beautiful house in Victoria, um, British Columbia, Canada. From my understanding, my grandfather was always making improvements and working on the house. One of his projects was a giant handmade pool made of cement. It was a massive project that he spent a ton of time on. One day, he took a break from the pool and went inside. My great-grandmother was in the house with the kids, I think, making lunch or something along those lines. My great-great-grandfather told my great-great-grandmother that he wasn't feeling well and needed to go lay down. When she went to check on him, he had suffered a massive heart attack and had passed away in his room. Fast forward a couple decades, and my great-great-grandmother was nearing the end of her life. She desperately wanted to stay at home for as long as she could and hoped to die in the house. It got to the point where we needed to get her a nurse in order for her to stay. Some context, the house was a three-story house with all the bedrooms on the top level. My great-great-grandmother could no longer uh, handle stairs, so we moved her to the main level. The nurse would go upstairs to grab clothes, sheets, etc. One day, the nurse went upstairs to grab something and went into my great-great-grandfather's room. She felt like she was being watched or that someone was there. It wasn't a scary presence, but she knew she was there with someone. She said, hello, Mr. Nod, and a sep- and a perfect butt print of a six-foot-plus man pressed into the bed. What? That is a saggy-ass bed, and when you sit on it, it goes down several inches. So for a butt print to form is perfectly incredible. My family believes that my great-great-grandfather had been waiting for my great-great-grandmother to pass. He had been watching over her for all those years until she was ready to join him. How cute is that? That's all I've got for now. Hope you liked it. And then she gives um, a list of other places in Canada, so that we'll have to add those. And she closes with that the list goes on, I think you need to visit, and that we have ghost stores here. So see you soon, question mark. Jessica. Yes. That was super cute. Sorry, I was <laughs> shooing me straight Fighting away off a cat. with a <laughs> <laughs> Well, He's just drinking. Well, he was just being obnoxious. Good Lord. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's yeah. super cute. The little butt print. <laughs> I know. That's I very sweet. I do love sweet. the little cute I do too. And stories. Also, we love uh, hearing about Canada. Actually, one of our very good friends is from Victoria. Pretty dope. Yeah. I've so, never been. I've never been to Canada. I have been to Vancouver, but I, Victoria looks gorgeous in the photos. Yeah. Like, it looks so pretty, so. Everybody thinks it's very odd that when I say that fun fact, that I've never been to Canada and I live in Maine. In Maine. Uh, I thought that too until I saw how big Maine was and where you lived in Maine. So yeah, that would we make were not sense. Close. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Fair enough. Um, she sent another little one about her grandfather. Okay. I don't know if you want me to read that. Sure. Yeah, you might as well. So she sent the follow up one and says this one's about my grandfather. My grandfather passed away a few years ago. He died in my grandma's arms from a massive heart attack in his kitchen. Oh, my God. The paramedics worked on him the full amount of time they were allowed to before calling time of death. He was definitely no longer there. Everyone that was in town spent the next few days in the house mourning. My aunt, who had seen things before, walked into the kitchen and saw my grandfather for a split second. He was standing in all white with a big smile and two thumbs up. Then he disappeared. We think he just showed up to say hi and let us know that he's okay. Sometimes ghost ghosty stories are so damn good. I'm repping the good ghost team over here. <laughs> we're that's here for it. Very sweet. That's really sweet. Yeah, yeah I love cute. a I love a sappy ghost story. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. Aww. Yes. All right. Ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. Now this one's crazy. Okay. So this is from our friend Erica, who she explains it in this. Yes. Episode. What happened? And we've read her stories, stories before. before. Yep. Yes. Okay. So, this says, Hi, Celeste and Caitlin. Erica here, owner of the big, fluffy boy. Oh, my God. We We can confirm. It's very big and fluffy. (laughs) Yes. And there's an Instagram. Yes. I won't say it, but it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's so fluffy. So fluffy. Okay. It was so much fun hearing you read my story on the podcast. My mom thoroughly enjoyed it and plans on playing it for everyone. That's cool. Thank you. I have to tell you, though, the part discussing my cat's name sent absolute chills down our backs. My cat's name is Simba because he gives me lion vibes. Yeah, I get that. But when Caitlin said that his name was probably Chuck, had us shooketh. (laughs) <laughs> my dad's name was Charlie, but everyone called him Chuck, That's and my so cat weird. was his best friend. In fact, the day my dad died, I brought my cat with me to my parents' house to be with my mom and siblings, and my cat went to the exact spot where my dad had um, been before being removed, sniffed it, and looked around looking for my dad. When he realized that he was gone, he went into the corner and just laid with his head Aww. on his paws and actually looked sad. You know how expressive Maine Coons can be. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. He mourned my dad's loss with me for the next month. I think my dad comes to play with him sometimes because I see him doing things that he only did with my dad. And yes, he is a very bad and mischievous boy. (laughs) Well, I'm glad it's not just ours. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Celeste, I'm sorry to hear about your grandfather. I will keep you all my thoughts and prayers. Best, Erica. That's really sweet. That is really sweet. But how weird is it? I mean, that gave me weird vibes when I read that email. I read you and showed that to me when Mm -hmm. she had sent it in, but... I mean, I don't know. It just looked like a chuck. That's weird. That's very weird. I, I, I think, you know, maybe... I don't think anything happens on accident. Mm-mm. So I think, like, you were meant to say yeah. chuck. And obviously now we know why. Yeah. But that's crazy. That's like chuck coming to say, like, still yeah. here. He here just wanted go. to be on the podcast. <laughs> he wanted to make his debut. That's okay. Yep. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah. And um, 10 out of 10 on the cat because yeah. the cat is large. Yeah. Love him. Large and floofy. Yes. All right, you ready for mine? Yep. <laughs> Slide mine down. Yeah, we're just going through them. Going through them. Getting closer and closer to mine. All right. Uh, so this one is from, um, I think, Lizzie. Uh, and she says, Hi, friends. We're just going to cut to the chase. <laughs> Hopefully, the story isn't too long. So here we go. I'm Liz. Sorry. Um, I was born and raised in Texas. We got a lot of Texas people. Yep. My uncle owns some land near Abilene on an old Native American site. I'm a, <laughs> yeah. I'm a big believer in ghosts and spirits, so I try being respectful. I try being respectful when I'm out there visiting. Located on the land is an old ranch house. It's beautiful during the day, but most things at night uh, are spoopy, she says in all caps. <laughs> Numerous times I have felt uneasy by myself in the house and the surrounding land. The dogs act strange and bark at random things, and once in a while I see shadows in the corner of my eyes. Mm -mm. Located in the house are two Jack and Jill bedrooms that share a bathroom and a closet. Also, did I mention none of the windows have curtains or blinds? Ugh, creepy. (laughs) That's very creepy. I don't like that. Mm -mm. Anyways, that night it was just my uncle, two cousins, and myself staying over. The cousins and I left... And I slept in the far west bedroom while my uncle slept by himself. Around 3 a.m., we were jolted awake from a loud banging in the kitchen. The cabinets were slamming shut over and over again until they finally stopped. Oh, hell no. (laughs) I'm out. Yeah. All three of us were frozen to our beds and couldn't move. Then suddenly we heard movement in the kitchen area like someone was dragging their feet. I could see a shadow come from under the door. I was thinking to myself, this is it. This is the night I get murdered. (laughs) I have thought that before, too. (laughs) At this point, I was like, hell no, and jumped on top of the bunk bed like that was going to help me. (laughs) The dragging noise disappeared, and it was dead silent. I grabbed my cousins and helped them on top of the bunk bed when suddenly the closet door that is shared between the rooms starts shaking violently. The shaking moves onto the door handle, and I hear mumbling in the distance. My heart is racing, and I'm sweating like a pig. There is nothing we can do, so we just sit there waiting and waiting and waiting. Finally, around 4 a.m., everything calms down. We all go back to bed, or try to, like nothing ever yeah. happened. Uh, You're I would not, not sleeping. <laughs> nope. I approached my uncle the next morning, asking him, one, if he was up last night, two, why was he banging the cabinets? And, well, he said, yeah, I was up around that time, but I was half asleep and ended up walking into the closet. I finally found my way... Uh, and made it to the restroom that went back to bed, but I was never in the kitchen. At this point, I had multiple scenarios in my head, and low-key freaking out, asked myself, well, then who was in the kitchen? Please let me know if you'd like more stories. I have plenty. Oh, yeah. Keep sending them. Wow. I would be, mm-mm. Uh, mm-mm. That's terrible. I've just never seen anything like that happen. Like, no. I've never seen cabinets. That's like Knock on wood. I don't want to see. That's not a challenge. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a challenge at all. Yeah, I, I would not be sleeping. <laughs> um, I have to just 
Jen in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking to a listener. I yeah. think she's from around here. Um, Noelle, I'll just say her first name. And we were talking about rakes. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so she was talking about paranormal caught on camera. <laughs> and we I showed her the episode that the rakes are on. Yes. On the series. And yeah. she must have just watched it because she just Facebook messaged me and said, no fucking thank you. <laughs> oh, and I will. Um, yeah. And the show is, if anyone else wants to see this, it's Paranormal Caught on Camera. Season one, episode 16. 16. Yes. And a rake is basically like a human-like thing that's not human. And it walks like a crab. Like on does the four crab legs. Mm-mm. Oh, it... Mm, Mm-mm. This looks like something straight out of a horror movie. Yeah, it did. And I'm like, oh, no. No, no, no. And it's very fast, and it would catch me. Because <laughs> I'm not fast. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. But... Yes. Oof. Gives me the... All of this Willie's just thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. That was a great story, though. Yeah, that, that was. was. Creepy and spooky, and if All I ever saw things. cabinet doors slamming and opening by themselves, I... I'm out. I mean, I would just... I'm out. I would run. Outside. Yeah, I, I would absolutely run. I'd outside. sleep in my car. Yep, same. <laughs> absolutely same. I'd try to find a hotel first, and, <laughs> yeah, and then I would sleep. In my and car. then I would sleep in my car. Yeah, I would rather sleep in my car than in that house. Fair enough. Yeah, totally agree. Crazy, it is. All right, ready? Yep. Okay, this is from our friend Jack. Okay. Um, Starts off, I'm so sorry to hear about your grandfather. Mm-hmm. I'm from Greenwood, South Carolina. To answer your question, you uh, might have heard it since you were also from the upstate. And he, or this person sent stories in before. I think so. Um, so I had asked where they were from. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. Yep. So that name didn't ring a bell. Gotcha. But good to know. Greenville, where's Greenwood? It's, honestly, I don't know exactly where it is. I know it's in the upstate. It's in the upstate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I've been there. I just don't remember what it's close to. I gotcha. Okay. Um, I'm writing again to tell you about something that happened to me about a year ago that I think could make an interesting episode for you ghouls. Mm. Have you ever heard of the black-eyed children? Yes, we did an episode on them. We'll have to find which one. I think we did a mini. I think that was one of our mini mini Halloween episodes. I think you're right. Yes, we have. I remember I covered them, and it's fucking nope. That's why I don't trust children. I don't trust them. <laughs> as into the spooky world as you both are, I can assume you have, but if you haven't, they're exactly what you might expect. Terrifying. Scary-ass kids slash teens with black eyes. Yeah. They're typically wearing dark clothes and come out of nowhere. They often appear as normal lost children who are in need of help. They've been known to approach you when you're home alone or in an empty parking lot. Uh-uh. I want to go back and listen to that episode because that was a good one. Yeah. Um, I think it was a mini Halloween one. I think we couldn't at the time make it into a full episode, so yeah. I think we did it as a mini. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, here's my encounter. So my roommate, not the one from school, and I were at the Wally World back before the world <laughs> ended. <laughs> I understand. <Get> that. <laughs> it was probably 2 or 3 in the morning, and we were talking about my very crazy mother. I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> For a little background, my mother is very spiritual, and she always seems to know when I'm talking about her, and it feels like she sends gifts to get me to stop talking about her. That's funny. Your mom always knows. My mom does that. She'll be in... Europe, mm-hmm. and we're here, and you'll sneeze, and you'll get a text, like, bless you. Actually, yeah. No, and two, um, she, when I was 16, I was in a car, minor, I mean, I bumped someone's car with my car, because I couldn't park, um, and my mom called me out of the blue, and I assumed I had called my dad and thought he had told her, and apparently she said she was at work and just got a very, like, sinking feeling that, like, she needed to to oh, talk to me. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. So get that. Like, yeah, she's yeah. got a really strong intuition. Yep. Okay. Anyway, A, my roommate, and I are just talking. Mm-hmm. He's in the driver's seat of his car, and I'm in the passenger seat, and we're parked close to the door on the grocery side. There are four cars in the lot total, including us. Okay. No one has gone in or out since we got the Walmart, and we're got to the Walmart, and we've been there at least two hours. What y'all doing in the Walmart yeah, parking lot for two hours? In the Walmart. <laughs> I had I have an idea because <laughs> I've done some sketchy things in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> but you remember being in college and like just going to the Walmart to go just to the Walmart. To do. Yep, that's and where the sketchy things happen. I wish I could go to the Walmart just to go. Now I'm like I got shit to do. I got to get my groceries <laughs> and I got to go. I got it. I like that Target pickup. Oh. Walmart pickup though, we tried to do one the other day, and it was like three days in advance, like gifted. I know <laughs> our, this, our Walmart is popping, popping over Target here. Target pickup though for the win. For the yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, um, 
So I'm half turned into my seat talking to him when I spot this older teen boy in a black hoodie and jeans walking towards our car. Hmm. He's dragging a younger boy along with him. I don't think anything of it at first because we live in such a small town. There's really nothing else to do but go to Walmart and walk around. I assume the kid threw a fit and now they're going home. I can see that. It happens. I very casually mentioned to A that there are some kids walking our way. He checks the rear view mirror and calmly tells me to put my seatbelt on. As soon as I get buckled up, he puts the car in drive and we rush out of the parking lot. We end up driving over to the mall so he can calm down. He's pretty freaked out and I'm confused as hell. What the fuck just happened is the first thing out of my mouth once he's (laughs) calm enough to explain. He looks me dead in the eyes and tells me they had black eyes and he knew we had to get the fuck out of Dodge because the older one looked into his eyes in the mirror and he swears the little one was going for the back door. Ooh. I don't know what we would have done if they had gotten into the car. No one has ever said what happens if these kids... Happens if you help these kids. I sure as hell don't want to find out. Moral of this story is if you're going to hang out in the Walmart parking lot, make sure you park away from the door under a street lamp and you have your doors locked because you never know who or what might try to get into your car. Stay spooky ghouls, Jack. P.S. I know you love animal pics, so here are a few of our fur babies around my, running around my house. The white one is Taser and the black one is Avery. Aw, very cute. That's crazy. No, I remember doing that story on the yeah. um, Black Eyed Kids and... It sounded scary. I can't, I've never known someone that's had an experience with them. No, and I we do. I will say too. Um, there is an astonishing legends uh, episode on Black Eyed Kids that's really interesting. And if I I don't remember the specifics of the story, so you'll have to listen to it. But they talk about someone who let them in, like Ooh. let them into her house. And I believe she got like a month later, like got diagnosed with like a brain tumor or something very like serious that she survived, but got very, very wow. sick. That's so good. That's you, you should not let them in. Do not let them See, in. See, this makes me even more distressful of children. Um, <laughs> and not to like, I would ever turn away a child that's truly in distress or needs help, but like, I need to see them eyes. I need to like, I got to verify that you are not about to suck my soul out of me. So for sure. That's, it's kind of interesting. It seems like Texas is a hot spot for them. The first ever recorded incident of black eyed children was in Texas too. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Do you hear my belly? I do. (laughs) She'd be growling. It's been growling all day. Yeah. But that's weird. That's gross. Mm -mm. Yeah. I don't Mm-mm. Nope, I don't like that. Not one not one bit. Nay, nay. No, no, thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Nice. Well, this one I'm super excited because this is, as we call her, Big Red, Babers. Babers. Bailey. Um, one of our, she's now one of our best friends yes. in real life that we met through this podcast. Yeah. That's cool. See, we're not such high celebrities that we, we don't mingle with <laughs> peasants. Peasants, no, because we are peasants. <laughs> No, they've become really, really good friends of ours, and she has had some hella crazy experience, so we finally annoyed her enough to write them down, (laughs) and we're going to read it. So, Babers, this is for you. Um, She said, hi, ghoul friends. I heard you were doing a Listener Tales episode soon. Um, Yes, because we texted you. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't hear it. We basically begged you. (laughs) You can say that. (laughs) So I thought I'd share my creepy little stories with you. Feel free to edit however you like. I hope you enjoy. She starts off, and I just hear her voice ringing. <laughs> That's all I hear. So I grew up in a really, a pretty fucking haunted house, but no one <laughs> in my family really wanted to admit it. We're all super logical people, not very spiritual at the time, and talking about weird shit happening in our house on the regular was not something any of us did. So basically, I thought I was insane for years because I was experiencing these crazy things that I knew weren't normal but had no one to talk about it with because I assumed they would think I was nuts. Girl, you should have known us then. We could have told you you were indeed not nuts. <laughs> Turns out we were all having the same experiences. I am the youngest of three girls. We moved into this five-bedroom house when I was about three years old. I lived there until I went off to college, so my entire childhood happened here. There's nothing special about this place. It's just a middle-class home built in the 70s, I believe. To my knowledge, nothing spooky happened before we moved in, but there was definitely an entity present. As the youngest sister, I had the smallest room, which was at the top of a staircase. I had a little twin-sized bed, my drum set, and a fuck ton of NSYNC posters on the wall. <laughs> Imagine Babers on a twin-sized bed. <laughs> she was shorter then. It's true. She was shorter then. Her feet hanging off the end of a twin-sized Yeah. <laughs> this is the best, though. So she said she had a fuck ton of NSYNC posters on the wall, 
because Justin Timberlake was a ramen noodle hair dreamboat. <laughs> he absolutely had that ramen noodle hair. He was. You ain't dream wrong. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I just picture Babers saying all of this. And just I'm just picturing the little baby Babers like doing her little in-sync routine in her room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, so she says, anyways, the first strange experience I had was what I refer to as pillow talk. I'm not really sure. Oh, she's told us the story before. I'm not really sure what age I was when I started noticing this, but I think I was probably in the fourth or fifth grade. Basically one night I got into bed. I put my head down on the pillow and heard two men talking. I couldn't understand what they were saying. It was just a muffled conversation. I thought someone was downstairs. So I lifted up my head to listen for them, but there was silence. I shrugged it off and laid back down to try to go to sleep, but there it was again. The men didn't sound angry or scary or anything, just like a couple of guys having a normal conversation. I tried so hard to understand what they were saying, but it was impossible. I remember being confused, not really scared, but just wishing I could figure out what they were saying. This didn't happen every night, but it happened often. It became a normal part of my life. Again, I'm a child at this point and really have no idea just how freaky this is. I did not understand the gravity of what was happening at the time. I feel like that's such a common theme, especially yeah. with children. You assume it's normal. Right, because you don't know what's right. going on. Oof. Yeah. Then what? you don't want to like go and tell your parents that because they're going to be like, yeah. what's wrong with you? Right. No, it's, it's, I feel like that is a common theme between these stories, yeah. that, especially involving children. listeners as children. Yeah. yeah. So she says, uh, flash forward to high school. My parents had gone through a terrible, drawn-out divorce. My older sisters were both off in college and married. My mom was going through an awful depression, midlife crisis, and kind of went off the deep end. This is when online chat rooms were a thing. Oh, my God. ASL. (laughs) Yeah. So she was up all day and night talking to men on the internet in our computer room. You know you from the 90s when you had a computer room. (laughs) For sure. Yep. This was really the fifth bedroom in the house. It was directly at the bottom of the stairs, but we used it as a playroom and an office. She stayed in that room 24-7, it seemed. Well, one night I had my best friend over. We were hanging out in my bedroom at the top of the stairs, chatting with boys on AIM, I'm sure. (laughs) As you did. And we decided to head downstairs to get some snacks. The door to the computer room at the bottom of the stairs was completely shut, which wasn't abnormal, because my mom always pretty much kept it shut. But when we stopped on the bottom stair right in front of our eyes, the doorknob turned, Mm -mm. and the door swung all the way open, just as someone was opening it from the inside of the room. Um, Nope. We weren't freaked out because we assumed it was my mom, of course, so I waited for her to walk out, but she didn't. I called out for her and peeked into the room, but the lights were out, and she was nowhere to be found. Mm -mm. Her car wasn't even in the garage. She wasn't even in the house at all. That's fucked up. My friend freaked the fuck out (laughs) and demanded I take her home immediately. Yep. Needless to say, she literally never stepped foot in my house again. I probably wouldn't either. No, I like, <laughs> and I think the scarier part is realizing that her mom wasn't there. there yeah. I think it's the realization that's like, yeah, the scariest. Sorry, I just got spooked, freaked myself out. I saw a reflection in that picture, but it's the fan in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> and this shows you how well we would fare. <laughs> I feel like it's nighttime because it's so dark in here. <laughs> Scary. Yes. All okay. right. So she said, so while my mom was going through this super crazy depression and dating spree, I found myself alone all at home all the time. I would drive myself to school and practice. Um, she played basketball, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah I yeah. bet she was a beast. Yeah. And then would come home to a huge, empty, haunted ass house. <laughs> I bet Babers, like, Gronk spikes basketballs into bitches' faces. And to, like, set the scene, I mean, Bailey is... How tall, you think? Uh, she got it close to six feet. Yeah. She, she tall. She's tall, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure she was swatting them out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. I, and she's aggressive. She was getting yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, she says, by this age, I totally understood that the house was haunted, but I wasn't afraid of the entity at all. In fact, I found it kind of interesting when little things would happen, like doors opening and lights turning on and off without being touched. Um, I don't think those were little things. Mm-mm. I just never felt very afraid of it because it never physically threatened me. Until one morning in the shower, my razor flew from one end of the shower to the other. Like, someone picked it up and threw it as hard oh. as they could. Mm-mm. It hit the shower wall so hard it cracked the plastic of the razor what? handle. This was not water hitting it and making it fall. It flew across the shower. I just stood there, frozen, trying to comprehend what had happened. 
That was the first time I felt truly scared. I was naked alone, <laughs> and it just felt violent for some reason. Yeah. I rinsed off as quickly as possible and got out of the shower and tried not to think about it again. That would scare the shit out that, of me. Yeah, naked and afraid. Naked and afraid, no. indeed. <laughs> See, I don't You're like house but naked. <laughs> Bye. I will fight a ghost naked. Yeah, for sure. Um, a few nights later, I went to bed and fell asleep like normal. At this point in time, I had a full-size bed with a sleigh-style headboard. The metal headboard curled backwards toward the wall. I remember feeling like someone was gently shaking me awake in the middle of the night. It took a few more seconds to realize that something was shaking the entire bed. It started out light and then became more and more intense. I just remember that metal headboard slamming into the wall. By this time, I was sitting up in my bed trying to hold on and figure out what to do. I was kind of frozen but also kind of pissed off that the thing was threatening me. I knew I could either just ride this out and wait to see what happened next or try to talk and make it stop. I am a Christian and believe that if the entity was evil, it would respond in some way to the name of Jesus. So I literally screamed out at it to stop threatening me, and it had no power of me over me in the name of Jesus, and it actually stopped. Everything went quiet, and I just sat there in shock for the rest of the night. I knew that either the friendly, harmless spirit I had grown up with was no longer present, or something evil had shown up as well. I have so many other experiences from that house I could share, but we'd be here all day, so I'll end with that. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed reading about my traumatic fucking haunted ass childhood. <laughs> Keep it spooky, bitches. Much love, babers. That's crazy. Yeah. I do want to hear more of these stories. I do, yeah. I not heard sure. I heard the first few that she had said, but I, yes. not, I don't remember the razor story. I don't think so either. Don't, that one was new. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Crazy. <sighs> okay. Ready? Yes. Okay. Um, I like the beginning of this one. Hi, ladies. Sorry if this is too long. I'm drunk. Who's <laughs> not fired off uh, an intoxicated <laughs> email? Um, I remember you read this too, and I'm like, I I could not write this well drunk. I, I so was, like, kudos, kudos I to mean, you, truly. Um, she does say her last name and says I can say it, but I'm just gonna stay with the first name. Sure. Um, hi, my name is Rebecca. I have. Grown from being sorry, I feel like I'm like an old lady right now. <laughs> it's very it's small, small font. <laughs> and small font and single spaced and yeah, I, I, I probably need glasses. Like, I need listener episodes submitted in APA <laughs> format, please. <laughs> Just kidding. I haven't been to the eye doctor in like I don't know. But she's like I feel like fifteen I need years, to go. so I probably need to go at some point. <laughs> this is not your fault, uh, Rebecca. This is absolutely mine. <laughs> it's my eyes' fault. And I also have my little marker here. So That's I fair think. enough. Okay. Hi, my name is Rebecca. I have grown from being a three-time-a-week churchgoer as a young teen to full-blown atheist. Thanks, Mom, for sending me to Christian school since I smoked weed. <laughs> Helps me navigate away from the bullshit. I really. I don't really believe in other powers or an afterlife yet. I can't escape some of the memories of my younger days that make it seem as if there are otherworldly beings wanting to make their presence known. The home I grew up in was a new build. No one died in the home, although I can't speak to the lands on which they were built. Still, there was something uncomfortable and terrifying. There were some uncomfortable and terrifying events. My dad said he had a similar experience as a child. He was an amazing man. He passed unexpectedly during surgery just mm-hmm. a week before the coronavirus reared its ugly head. Oh. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He I always do. says he felt bad spirits followed negative energy, not necessarily space. And although he had a beautiful soul, he was damaged by the experiences of his childhood with pathetically heartless parents devoid of empathy. Mm-hmm. I never met my grandfather, thankfully, as he sounds as if he had a rotten soul. His existence poisoned the life of my beautiful father, and he carried that pain to his grave. That's really sad. You're an amazing writer, though. Like, truly. This yeah, is, and there's, like, punctuation. And <laughs> you did a great job. It's beautifully written. Truly. It is. Okay. My, four, my father, who had four sisters, said he would be glad that when he died, his family name would, too. I haven't changed mine with marriage because, to me, that name is my father's, but it will die with me. Um... I don't, the, this smudge, something with our childhood, there was much unrest with the family. During? It must be during. Sure. During our childhood, there was much unrest within the family. Fighting, although seemingly endless at times, was never physical. I always felt as if I were the moderator. I was one of two, the younger. I certainly, <laughs> I was certainly not innocent. However, I was the more soft-spoken, more confrontation-averse of the two. My parents loved each other, but trauma runs deep. Arguments were not infrequent, and the negative energy pulsed through all of our lives. I know that many children fear the dark. My sister and I, however, slept on sleeping mats in our parents' bedroom until we were near our teens. 
The night inside that home was terrifying, as well as the day. I can't tell you how many times I heard or felt something and ran into the street, into the dark of night, as it was more comforting than an illuminated room in my home. I felt unrest in that home so many times. As we grew older, having friends stay the night, some would proclaim that that staying in our house was a terrifying experience. To us, it was the norm. We assumed everyone felt afraid of their home. At a time, my sister had a sleepover. It ended in one of the girls being so afraid she had an asthma attack. She thought she had seen a figure and couldn't escape her fear. The home was large, sure. My mother, having grown up with little in a small town of West Virginia, had dreams of being a doctor. Being the tenacious badass she was, she became a pediatrician and wanted a home large enough to house any friends, any family who came by. Thank you, Mishka. Mishka needs a snack for the story. I'm like, what is that? Um, So, creaks of the upstairs floors, fine. Sounds on a windy night, sure. But it was more than that. There was a presence, and at times, even more than that. One of the times I can identify him being being one of the most terrifying was when my sister had her boyfriend over after school, before my parents were home. He was a, in quotes, bad boy. (laughs) <laughs> grew up in a fine enough neighborhood, but he too was damaged. He is no longer of this earth, being the victim mm. of a gun uh, shot wound, and I won't pretend to mourn the loss of his existence. I was downstairs. My sister screamed for me. I ran up. I found him hiding in her bedroom closet and her sitting outside of it in tears. He had thrown her out when she tried to go in. He was also in tears. Not so bad now, huh? He claimed he had seen a figure at the foot of the bed when they... We're in it together. I told him to get the fuck over it. It is what it is. We deal with it all the time. Eventually, he climbed out. My sister had seen it, too. These events seemed to be more frequent when his energy was around. Mm. There was a time I was in my bedroom doing my makeup. In the mirror, I saw hands grasp the door frame and a face look at me. Ooh, ooh. Oh, oh, <laughs> Nay, nay. I felt fear from within the depths of my soul. Um, yep. I would feel it in my bladder <laughs> as it opened as well. <laughs> My bathroom was a shared one with the guest room, so I ran from the from the other door out through the guest room into the hallway and outside. I didn't always see something. At times, I would feel a presence and think I was being watched. I would come; it would come seemingly out of nowhere. As these occurrences became more frequent, I was sick of it. I was again in my bedroom, just trying to get ready. I felt it—the fear, the searing agony that ran down my spine, telling me to run. I ran. Down the hall as fast as my legs could take me, but I stopped. I turned to face my fear. Aloud, I said, you can't hurt me. Against every instinct I had, I walked slowly back to my room and continued on as I was. After that, it was as if everything stopped. When people ask if I believe in spirits, I say no. Still, though, I can't understand or explain these experiences. To me, it doesn't matter. I have seven rescue dogs and one foster. I want to live a life where I reduce harm as much as possible. Foster love and nurture the earth. And even though I don't believe it, believe it all, I absolutely love you, ladies, and this podcast. I believe none of us know a fraction of the truth of anything. So fuck it. Why not entertain the fun? Okay. I hope you are a writer because you <laughs> should be one for real. Yeah, for sure. That was, I think, beautifully written. Yeah. I think what stuck out to me is how beautifully she wove, like, trauma and family dynamics and ghosts, like, all together. Yeah. But, I mean, damn. Yeah, that's insane. You were braver than I, because if I saw <laughs> something grab the door frame and look around at me, I would be gone. I wouldn't go back. Yeah. I, no, absolutely not. No. No, no. That's a big helmet. That was a, that was a good one. That <laughs> was a ride. Yeah. No. For sure. <laughs> that was a ride. Yes. Also, feel free to send any pictures of your foster. Yes. The bays, because we would love to see them. Yep. They're so cute. And rescues. And rescues. Yes, absolutely. Just send us all the animal pictures. All right. We got last one. Last call. (laughs) Oh, till yours. It's the penultimate. (laughs) I'm like, are we not counting mine? No. The people will be pissed. (laughs) They will, because they definitely asked for that. Um, So this is from Kelly. Yes, Kelly. And she's talking about the old South Pittsburgh Hospital in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Um, She says, I have been here numerous times and have had many experiences. The first was on the third floor in Nellie's room. Nellie was a geriatrics patient. The reason this is important is because my grandmother was in a nursing home for the last few years of her life with Alzheimer's and dementia. 
The guide was using dowsing rods and asked Nellie to point the dowsing rods to whoever she wanted to talk to. The rods immediately swung towards me. Oh. As soon as I pulled, put the rods in my hands and began asking questions, a wave of emotion washed over me. The only way to explain the feeling is like a hug. I have gone back many times and always go back to visit Nellie to thank her. I feel safe in that room. The same cannot be said for the rest of the third floor. When you enter the third floor, it feels different. It feels heavy. My group was on our free roam around the third floor. Three of us were looking down the hallway towards the nursery, and my sister was looking down the hallway towards Nellie's room. We were asking questions along the lines of, are you happy with the renovations? Did you work here? Were you a patient? All of a sudden, we heard a loud growl. My sister, who was standing right behind me, didn't hear it. We were the only four people on the floor. I grabbed my sister by the hood and dragged her down the stairs. She didn't understand until we explained what we had heard. The same day, we were playing hide-and-seek on the second floor. The seekers were close enough for us to hear, but on the other side of the wall. They were screaming, Here, kitty, kitty. My group about it about lost at laughing, but quickly stopped when we heard whispers all around us whispering the same thing. Mm-mm-mm. I have had many other experiences in there, but these are my favorite. Ew. Love y'all show, Kelly. That's creepy and weird. <laughs> There's something about a mimic that yeah. really makes the hair yeah. on my neck stand straight up. Because it's like actively listening, like it's right now. It's intelligent. It's not, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not something, but, um, that's just, it. They're doing their routine. That Residual. Doing. Residual, that's yes. the word. Yeah. yeah. It's not that. It's like intelligent. Is yeah. That's, no. no. Thank you. That would also <laughs> no. be a good research topic. I will have to look. I don't think we've talked about. Mm-mm. That doesn't ring a bell. So no, we'll have either. to do that sometime. No, that cool. Yeah. Oof. Are we? That was cute. Sorry. <laughs> um, are we ready? Yes. For the... This is what you stayed for. <laughs> We've made it. We're perfect on time. We this are. Not a super long one, but it is. It should be it's spooky. A ride. Yeah. It is a ride. Mm-hmm. It is a for sure ride. And I feel like I, I've kind of written things down just so I don't forget. But if you feel like I've missed okay. something, yep. just jump in there. Just fill it in. You were part of this as well. I was You're there for this. Very much part of this. Yes. Um, okay, so this is when we lived in Massachusetts. Yes. Um, this was over the July 4th weekend yeah. of 2019, so two years yes. ago, I, I would say. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Um, your parents had come up, and Gabby, yeah. for just July 4th. It was yeah. fucking hot, it too. It was so hot. Um, so we were just kind of showing them around our area, and where we lived, we were not... It was maybe an hour. Um, yeah. And obviously... That we were in the middle of our podcast, so mm-hmm. we wanted to do something spooky, so we took them to Salem, yeah. Massachusetts. We did all the witchy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we just we did the you know touristy witch tours, the witch and museum, the museums, and, and yes, um, and then we went to a seafood restaurant called Turner's Seafood Restaurant, yes. and that becomes important later. Yes, it does. Um, but nothing out of the ordinary. Um, they had lobster rolls and really good. delicious. And Gabby had her very first, first yeah. lobster roll yeah. there. She was a fan. Um, she was a fan. Yes. Um, so everything was fine. We had a great day. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember it was really hot. It was so like hot. that day. It, that's mostly what I remember. Yeah, from that. it was fun, but hot. Very hot. There also is a liquor store in <laughs> in the same <laughs> that is called. What was it? <laughs> I don't remember the um, name of it, but it was funny. It was like bunghole liquors or something. Yeah, it was something <laughs> real weird. It was just like, what? That's amazing. Yeah. If I had a liquor store, that's probably what I would call it. Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, so everything was fine. So um, your parents left the next day. And mm-hmm. Gabby, they all yeah. left that following day. It was a normal day. Um, and that day we were deciding to... We covered Salem. Yeah. yeah. And um, we were recording our podcast. Yes. And so to kind of set this scene, I guess, a little bit, I had my Apple Watch on, mm-hmm. but I don't have Siri enabled on either my phone or watch. Like, yeah, I just don't use don't that. use it at all. So I've always just had it off. Um, so that bitch shouldn't be talking, mm-hmm. right? So we are in the middle of um, recording our yep. episode. Yep. And my watch goes off and says, interesting question, Caitlin, as you were talking. And yeah. we both looked at each other and we're like, what? Because we just knew it was turned off. It was weird. Now, a funny um, 
thing if you want. You can go to episode eight yes. of our podcast, um, and it is at minute marker 15. 15. Yeah, it's somewhere 15, around there. 15, yeah. Definitely in the 15 minute mark. At yeah, some point. so start a little bit earlier and you can hear my watch go off and actually say, Yeah, those we words. kept it in the recording. Um, yeah, it was weird. We just, I was just, I was like, Turn it off, turn it off. And then we decided not to turn it off. We kept going. Um, and so you can hear, mm-hmm. and we just had no idea that was the beginning of what was going to be yeah. a very, very bad day for Caitlin. <laughs> I mean, it was weird, but we kind of, like, just brushed it off yeah. and kept going. And we just kept, yeah. It was weird, and I was just like, whatever. But it got weirder. It got a lot weirder. For sure. Now we know that that was the beginning of it. <laughs> yep. It sure was. And the rest of that afternoon uh, did not go as planned. No. Okay. So, basically, we record. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I don't do laundry. Very rarely do yeah, I do laundry. Yep. Um, for whatever reason, I was doing laundry. I think that I was day. taking the dog out. Okay, and you were going to do the laundry. Oh, Dennis! I know. Um, so I go to and our ba- our laundry was in the basement, and um, it was a creepy ass basement. I won't tell yeah, you it that. It was definitely creepy. Yes. Um, just think if you think dirty old basement, that was a that was it dirty old basement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so. I was switching, either I was taking the um, the laundry out of the dryer. It was done. Okay. So I had the basket, and so you know it was going, like it was mm-hmm. still running, but I was just checking to see if, I can, if it was done. Yep. And when you open the door, everything stops. Right. Like, right? Yeah, like the dryer it doesn't stops keep spinning, working. it just shuts off, right? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I sound crazy, but... Mm-mm. I think everyone that has sent a listener story in <laughs> will say that you're not crazy. Yes. So I I open the door and the entire dryer violently starts shaking back and forth like someone it was going up on both sides like both sides were leaving the floor rocking insane and it shouldn't be doing anything because it's, it's open off. <laughs> it should be off yeah um and to my right i get this like searing bright light that like made me cover my eyes because it was so bright and i did not it like disoriented me like i didn't mm-hmm. know what was happening and i got this horrific like musty dirty like you said like swampy swampy muddy smell. that's what i was gonna say muddy water smell smell yeah and that quickly went away the light went away the yeah. rocking kind of stopped and when i tell you that uh i ran or flew up the stairs i don't know which one the laundry was left behind <laughs> and she was gone and i remember you literally were like you look like you just saw a ghost and i was like that's yeah. not fucking funny because i think i fucking did yeah <laughs> and i mean i was sick to my stomach i was scared yeah like, i know i remember that i don't know that i've been more scared like i don't think i've been scared like that no. in my life that's i was like what the fuck was yeah. that yeah very rarely did I have I ever never went back in that basement like unless Not I absolutely had to really yeah no Mm-mm. if I didn't like doing laundry now I definitely <laughs> didn't like doing laundry then pretty much okay so we've said it before I'm gonna what can we call her um, because she comes up a lot our medium friend let's call her Amanda just for this story's sure. sake I don't want to say her name yep um, we, we have a friend that is a medium yeah um a very good medium. Uh, she's very amazing. Talented, she yeah. went because I had been skeptical for most of my life mm-hmm. on anything like that, and I remember we'd all had a reading with her, and I said before if she mentions this, my heart like seeing hearts everywhere yeah, with yeah. my aunt who had passed away. I loved hearts like we were very close. Mm-hmm. She's like, you see a lot of hearts, don't you? And I was like, oh. like, yeah. yeah. It was just crazy things that you have stories from her too that are just insane. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so anyways, I was just like, I need to call Amanda. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to slip and say her name. But <laughs> um, so literally, I reached out to her, and she's like, okay, like, give me a moment. Like, I'm going to channel like you. channel you, connect with you, because we were in Massachusetts, and she lives in Maine. Yep. So she was like, just give me a minute. Um, and now we're going back to the seafood restaurant. Mm-hmm. Had not been posted on social media. Yep. Nobody knew we had gone there other than... The five of us mm-hmm. that went to yep. the restaurant. First question she said, did you just go to a seafood restaurant? And I'm like, at first I was like, no, because it had been the day before. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, yes, we did. We went to in one Salem. yesterday yeah. in Salem. And I was like, 
Uh-oh. <laughs> and she kind of started detailing our day. Mm-hmm. And none of that had been posted. Put out there. Yeah, sure. What? So she kind of starts telling me that in the seafood restaurant, um, there was a little girl named Enid mm-hmm. who um, had attached to me. And I brought Enid from the restaurant home to our house. As a souvenir we did not know <laughs> we were bringing back. Um, apparently, she had been in that restaurant for over 100 years. Um, basically said, like, didn't trust anybody. Had known that, like, I had been, you know, hurt in the past as a child. And she felt that she connected with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she chose... Winner, winner, <laughs> ghosty dinner here. To, to hitch a ride, yeah. <laughs> she hitched a ride and came back to um, our house. Yep. With me. She sure did. And she did. <laughs> um, so she basically said, um, Amanda did, the medium, uh, close your eyes and try to picture her. And so I did. I closed my eyes. I tried as best I could to see um, her. Yeah. I don't remember a specific face kind of coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still just super terrified, worked up. And, yeah. um, so she, Enid, the little girl, um, who I do believe when we say, you know, a little ghost girl is really ever a little ghost girl. I do believe this she may was. Have been the case I think, she, yeah. yeah. Cause the ending is, is it's sweet. It's not bad. No. Um, so she, Enid was talking to me through Amanda. Yeah. So we were kind of having this like three way conversation. Forth. Right. Um, and Amanda, the medium, says she is telling me that she tried to get your attention earlier on your arm. The watch. The watch. <laughs> Clue number one. Yeah. When me and Celeste literally looked at each other and fell out of our chairs. It, pretty much. I mean, yeah, we, our mouths were open the entire time. Yeah, we could not um, believe it. Because nobody knew. That episode hadn't even been posted yet. No. Like, it had not gone live. Mm-mm. Nope. Um... <laughs> And Enid, the little girl, apologized to me. For scaring um, you shitless. For sc- <laughs> she said, I'm sorry I had to scare you downstairs. And so <laughs> I was telling um, Amanda kind of what had happened downstairs. And we're all kind of like, this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then she says that the musty smell that I smelled was the last thing that she smelled um, because she had been drowned in Ugh. a swamp. Um, so sad. And that, oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Hit me in all the fields, man. I, yeah. <laughs> um, so we kind of went back and forth a little bit talking. And um, basically, Amanda tells Enid that she needs to move on. You're, right. you're not supposed to be here. Like, you need to you're go. better on the other side. Like, I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then at that point, I had been disconnected with yeah, the her, attachment, yeah. And Amanda was um, talking to Enid directly mm-hmm. and telling her, you know, you need to, you know, go Move to the to light. light. You go, yep, you're going to go. You're going to be fine. Um, and this just shows how amazing Amanda is because she was telling me this after because um, we had kind of stopped communication and she said, I need to go deal with do this. Yeah. And later on, she had reached back out and said that um, – Enid was very nervous, like, didn't mm. want to go, wanted to stay. Man, was like, can't stay there. <laughs> like, it's not going to work. Um, she was very hesitant, but she did eventually move on. Um, mm-hmm. And she said that there was a beautiful reunion between her and her brother, who she had not seen for yeah. the 100 years that she was in the restaurant. Yeah. Um, and it was a beautiful, she said, kind of reunion. Oh, yeah. um, and it was great. Um, and then asked that I never forget her and that she loved candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a very childlike Spoken like a child <laughs> thing. Um, and so Amanda had recommended me write Enid's name on my arm, like mm-hmm. for the night in pen or marker or whatever with like a flower, mm-hmm. um, which you did. You wrote it on my mm-hmm. arm and drew a little flower. Um, and then we went and got candy and kind of placed it around the house. Yeah. And that was the story of Enid and Caitlin's little ghost friend. That was that followed me home. <laughs> that was the wildest story. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So now you know. That is my ghost story. Yeah, that was a good one. Earlier, this happens often, and we joke that it's uh, my girlfriend that I had 
obviously prior to Celeste that passed away mm-hmm. messing with us because my Xbox will randomly turn on. Yes. <laughs> we were talking about, I was like writing this, this down, trying to keep everything together and the Xbox turned on. Maybe she was stopping in to say hello. Yeah. Never know. Whew. Yeah. That was a doozer. Dang. Those were all so good. Yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. It always blows my mind how many experiences <laughs> y'all have had, truly. But yeah. And knock on wood, that is, I would say, close to one of the only... I think everything else I could like debunk as being something else. Yeah. That was not. Nope. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to hear that, go to episode eight. Yes. Around the 15 minute mark. Yep. And you will hear that. And then you will hear kind of my semi like beginning of a freak out and then yeah. just brushing it off. Yep. And just know that that's the, was it that night? It yeah. Was that it night? was that same day. Okay. So know that this is the same day that it happened. Yeah. I had no idea what was coming to me, but Crazy. it was coming. <laughs> yeah. Insane. <laughs> yes. Oh, and you are the, the, if it's coming into your ear holes right now, I mean, I've told that to very few people. You couldn't talk about it for a long time. No, I was terrified. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Understandably. Well, well. that was a doozy <laughs> yeah. of a listener story. That was great. Episode. Good job. Yeah. An episode 100 in the books. Over the hill, On man. a Saturday. What are we going to do tomorrow? <laughs> I don't even know. We're going to stay inside. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, we sorry we went over a little bit. It was one of our longer ones, but That's I think right. we're we're in good shape. Yeah. Come visit me on Facebook. I've gotten a lot of Facebook follows this lately. Yeah. Last two weeks, I would say. So keep mm-hmm. those coming. Keep sending the animal pics. Absolutely. Love them. Um, are you going for it? Do you want me to do it? Oh hell no! I just I just I just <laughs> got exhausted. that all off my chest. I got to take a break. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so remember that you can find us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at ghoul underscore friends. You can now find us on TikTok at ghoul friends podcast. Fun fact. I just made a TikTok the other day um, of videos Caitlin took of my dad's collection of white New Balances. (laughs) And it had over a thousand views. So if my dad's white New Balances make us TikTok famous. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) So go check that out. Yep. Um, If you would like to buy some merch, you can always do that at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. And if you have listener stories, and I hope you do, please send them in to us at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And remember, if you'd like to be left anonymous, please do specify that in your email so we honor it. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. We were talking about how hot it is outside, and our ghoul friend, Leanne, just sent a little picture that said, it's hell nah degrees outside. <laughs> <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> truly. Yes. Think of your friends in the southeastern United States. We're yeah. not okay right We now. are not okay. All right. Any final words before we wrap up? <sighs> Build a wall <laughs> around your your spiritual oh, body. Like, what? <laughs> I gotcha. Yes. Because you don't need no baby children following you home. No. Or black-eyed children. You don't need anything following you home. Mm -mm. Keep those walls. Keep your spiritual security system up. Up. For sure. We need to sage after this. We do. All right. Well, it's been a glorious 100 episodes so far. We hope to have 100 more. Um, For now, stay safe. Stay spooky. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. Now I want some candy. (laughs)